This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. FDA experts consider Moderna and J&J boosters. The booster shot dramatically increases immunity and protection. Tackling the supply chain crisis. We just didn't receive nearly what we should have. Key testimony in the Capitol attack. It paints the portrait of why January 6th was happening. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. An FDA advisory panel meets today to consider COVID booster shots from Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. A major concern, whether it's safe for people to mix and match and get boosters different from their original doses. If they ask the Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy tells CBS Mornings. What I would tell them is, number one, sometimes you've got to make individualized decisions in consultation with your healthcare provider. But we should generally, whenever we can, try to follow the advice of the FDA and the CDC here because they are looking at the totality of the data. And they're looking not just at efficacy, you know, is this actually working, but they're looking at safety as well. Pfizer's booster is currently the only one with emergency use authorization. The head of the Chicago Police Officers Union has called on members to defy the city's requirement to report COVID vaccine status before the weekend or be placed on unpaid leave. Union President John Catanzara's prediction. We're going to have a very, very large percentage of officers that are going to be willing to go into a no-pay status because they're not going to enter their information. New York Net star Kyrie Irving is explaining his decision not to get vaccinated. It's about choosing what's best for you. You think I really want to lose money? You think I really want to give up on my dream? He's losing out on about half of his $35 million salary. A federal judge in Texas has ordered United Airlines not to place its unvaccinated employees on unpaid leave to give them time to seek medical or religious exemptions. Some parts of the country are still dealing with record numbers of COVID cases and hospitalizations. Correspondent Meg Oliver is in Billings, Montana. Dr. Jamie Belsky is trying to keep up with the crush of new COVID patients. Just keep the scalpel in my pocket in case we have an emergency airway. We're getting to where if we don't see an improvement in the number of patients soon, we're going to have to start looking at do we need to ration care. The ICU at Billings Clinic is operating at 175% capacity. How do you get more people vaccinated to stop this? Talk to your friends, talk to your family, explain to them, yeah, it's getting better in some parts of the United States, but it's getting worse here. 57% of people in Montana are vaccinated. The White House says one of the country's busiest ports will operate around the clock to ease the log jam off Southern California that's making supplies more expensive and harder to find. Correspondent Carter Evans is at the port in L.A. The Biden administration's deal to open the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach around the clock is an attempt to tackle the backlog of nearly 60 cargo ships carrying a quarter million containers. USC professor Nick Vias is a global supply chain expert. Other than telling these ports to stay open 24 hours, 
Can the president do anything to make this work? I don't think there is much he can do. If you just open up the port, all you're doing is pushing the bottleneck further downstream. Tony Yabaka's bike shop is just down the street from the ports. When we met him a month ago, he was waiting for bikes he ordered last year. Do you think it's going to help you get bikes faster? No, I I don't think it's going to make a major change. Now he's just hoping to get enough for Christmas. It's going to take a long time when the docks are already full of containers. Lawmakers investigating the January 6th riots are scheduled to question four former members of the Trump administration this week. There's a legal showdown in the making. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is on Capitol Hill. Two of these former Trump-era officials, Cash Patel and former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, have been engaging with the committee. Steve Bannon has indicated he will not comply with the subpoena. He did that through his attorney claiming executive privilege, even though he did not work for the former president at the time of the Capitol attack. Former acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen sat for an eight-hour interview with the select committee Wednesday. Congresswoman Liz Cheney, the committee vice chair, told us the committee will work very quickly to make sure subpoenas are enforced, saying people are going to have to appear or they will move contempt charges against them. Danish police say the suspect in a bow and arrow attack that killed five people in a small Norwegian town is a Muslim convert who'd been flagged for radicalization. Norway's security agency now says it appears to have been an act of terrorism. Tractors have stopped rolling off assembly lines in Michigan. More than 10,000 workers at John Deere walked off their jobs this morning over a contract dispute. Iowa State University economics professor Peter O'Rasm says strikers have leverage because of a worker shortage and demand. Farmers are coming off a relatively strong year as well, and so they're likely to be wanting to upgrade their equipment. So John Deere does not want to be out of the production business for a very long period of time. The union rejected a contract offer of 5 and 6% raises. Movie and TV production could come to a halt Monday. 60,000 film and television workers are threatening to walk out if their demands for fair and safe working conditions aren't met. AFL-CIO President Liz Schuler. These are the people that actually make that content happen. We will stand with them in solidarity. We will use the full breadth and power of the labor movement to make sure that these companies are feeling the pain. Kellogg workers say they'll keep striking until they get a fair deal. They've been surrounding the plant in Omaha for more than a week. Julie Mumford is worried about her husband. It's really hard on me to see how stressful it is for him. He has no time off. Day after day. Some say they work more than 80 hours a week and new employees are offered lower pay and fewer benefits. Kellogg says most of that overtime is voluntary. Gymnastics stars Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, Maggie Nichols, and Allie Raisman are stepping up their attack on U.S. Olympics officials. They're asking Congress to dissolve the Olympics board over its failings in the Larry Nassar sex abuse scandal. A job posting for TV fans. A British casino website is offering almost $7,000 to watch every single episode of The Simpsons and analyze the show's uncanny knack for predicting the future. As you know, we've inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. The goal to get ahead on what's to come in 2022. You get a free supply of lard lad donuts to snack on while you're watching. There's a rare opportunity to pay respects at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. For the first time in nearly 100 years, you'll be able to approach the tomb and lay flowers on it. The Centennial Commemoration Public Flowers Ceremony takes place November 9th and 10th. You can bring your own flowers, but they'll also offer complimentary roses, daisies, and sunflowers as well. 
The event is free and open to all, but you do need to register. Stacy Lynn, CBS News, Washington. He was left with a separated shoulder after a vicious collision with Charlie Hustle during the All-Star Game in 1970. Former All-Star catcher and Oakland A's broadcaster Ray Fossey has died at the age of 74. His wife says he'd been battling cancer for the past 16 years. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.